Hey, folks. Hey, superstars. Hey, this is Wesley. Billion dollar virgin. Welcome to another millionaire midnight rant. And folks, let me give you the announcement for today. Make sure that you turn on your notifications, okay? So you'll catch me here. I usually go live between 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock. It's 1049 here. PM CST time in Houston, Texas here. So ensure that you turn on your notifications to so you don't miss these rants here. These are these are gems. I mean, you're speaking and you're listening to a actual multimillionaire eight-figure earner here that's giving you some of the behind the scenes unfiltered information as it relates to the acquisition of wealth. Okay? So make sure you do that here. But tonight, I want to explain to you why it is taking forever to get rich. Okay? I know some of you are thinking that. You mean, why is it taking me so long? Some of you have been doing, you know, what you're currently doing for a very long time, trying to make some money here. And I want to answer that question here. Why is it taking you forever? Why is it taking so long? Okay? So, but before I do that, let me give you guys a shout out here. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Clayton. Go ahead and comment your names here below. My name is Wesley Virgin here. I am a young black man from Houston, Texas. Grew up pretty average, pretty poor. But over the years, I am now a self-made multimillionaire. I'm worth about $40 million, according to Forbes here. And I'm in a digital marketing space. I sell a lot of products online all day long. I'm the best way to explain what I do, I am a baby Amazon. I'm not worth a trillion, but I am worth $40 million. I have real estate as well. I'm an investor, and uh, I dibble and dabble in Forex and some other trading options as well. And I, I go live here for you, you know, for everybody out there that's trying to make money trying to create financial freedom, that's trying to be successful. You know, I want to be very honest, unfiltered here, very blunt, very direct. That's why I call it the rant, which means I'm not responsible if I hurt your feelings. I'm not responsible if I use foul language. I'm not responsible for anything. But one thing you will get from me is this, my truth. And I'm not going to, I would never sell you anything on this rant here. I'm here to give genuine advice and genuine mentorship to help you become wealthy. I've had many people from the rants along. I have about 500 plus episodes here. You can find on any podcast on the internet here. It's even on your iPhone. I've had several people make millions of dollars. I've had several people quit their jobs. I've had several people fix their relationships. I have several men who now who have transcended from boys to men. So I'm doing good work here. Yeah, I'm doing it for you here. So go ahead and comment your names here below. We got Nashville, Tennessee in the house. <laughs> Crystal, how are you? Um, and go ahead and tag a few people below, folks. Let's, think, let's see if we can fill this room up to about 30 million people. Can we do that, if you don't mind? Okay. What's up, Giselle? How are you? Kamala, how are you? Okay. Lincho, Queen, Teresa, Parvez, Demetrius, Valletta. Look at my view, folks. Look at that view. That's Houston, Texas right there. 
Hey, Max. Okay. Let me see here. Mona. What's up, Mona? Ali Stair from South Africa. Kirsty, are you? John. Fabian, how are you? Rosemary, how are you? Southwest Miami, how are you? Sin Ram, how are you? Lemon, how are you? How many floors up? I'm on floor number 50. I can't tell you my floor, folks. You got stalkers here, man. Jane Wolfie, Angela. There was a time that I did share my location where I live, but now, uh, unfortunately, I can't do that anymore. I've had a few incidents here. 24 Ever Girl, Carter, okay, Rosemary Phillips, how are you? Hey. Gentlemen of Houston, how are you? Hi, hey. All right, so let's get into it here. So listen, um, like I said before, take notes. Let me say that again. Take notes, okay? Write it down. Write this information down here. <clears throat> because you may hear gems. You may hear something to make change your entire life. You never know. You may have a breakthrough here tonight. You may hear something that may take you on a path to riches here. So make sure you're really listening close. Take notes. If you have any questions at the end, I will answer any questions as well. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic because I get a few DMs and I had a few people over the past weeks and said, why is it taking so long to be rich? You know, I've been working so hard on this business and I'm tired. You know, I've been just diligently putting in the work, separating from the masses, working out, isolating myself. Why is it taking so long? And let me tell you why. Because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, I'm be honest. And that's okay. Like, the reason why, listen... I want you to understand something about being rich and making a ton of money. Um, in the beginning, it's very difficult. In the beginning, you got to try so many things. I think people like yourself don't realize how many things that you must try and test before you will find the winner. Okay. Like you don't you don't know what you're doing, okay? That's why. There's no straight line to become a financially successful individual, and that's what people want. Many of you want step one, step two, step three, but that's not how financial success is acquired, okay? It's not just black and white. It's not do this, do that, and do this, and now you get your outcome. No. 
even if you watch a video, say if you watch one of my videos on YouTube, okay, and I gave you the steps to make $10,000 a month, real, the exact steps, you may follow those steps and make $0. And another person might follow those steps to make $10,000, okay? Does that make sense? What I want you to understand is the reason why it's taking forever because you don't know what you're doing. You're just trying a lot of stuff, okay? And, you know, I'm sorry that the answer to riches is not something more linear, like a step one, step two, step three. But I got to be very honest with you, you know. Um, you can go on YouTube right now and, and type in how to be a millionaire. Someone would tell you how to do it. But what I want you to understand is millionaires are self-made millionaires. They became rich by just trying and doing a lot of stuff, but they had no clue on what they were doing. Listen, when I first started my own personal journey in my 20s, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to be a millionaire. I didn't know how to be successful. Okay. But what I did do, and this is what I want you to do as well. I just took action. How many of you are taking massive action? See, the big problem with a lot of you and the reason why you quit so soon is because when you try something and you don't succeed, you feel that you would never find the solution to the problem to acquire the riches. But I want you to know something here. I'm talking from the heart here. Every self-made millionaire had no clue on what they were doing to make money. They were just doing stuff. We'll read this. We'll watch a video here. We'll read about an industry here. We'll meet a person here. And we were just trying to think. Listen, when I first, my first company was 7dayfitness.com, right? I just had the thought that people would go online and they would do virtual training before virtual training did not exist. But I just thought that people might go online to pay a membership and work out. Like it was like a hypothesis, like it wasn't proven. I just tried it because I had no clue on what I was doing. But what I did do, I was using my own creativity and my imagination of what could be possible. The reason why I wanted to talk about this tonight, because a lot of you are so impatient. A lot of you are so upset and disgusted and depressed and stressed and devastated because you feel that you should be further along. I want you to understand that, listen, you just don't know what you're doing. That's why it's not working. Like whatever you're doing right now, if it's not working the way that you want it to work, because you just don't have any clue. You know how you have a clue? You know how you eventually figure out on what to do? By failing over and over again, honestly. Like just by doing what you're currently doing, trying new things, pivoting, being flexible until you find something that works. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? There's no clear path to financial success. And that's what all of you want. Like you want this clear path. You don't want any bumps. 
You don't want any challenges. You don't want any problems, no adversities. You just want this clear road to your outcome. It doesn't exist. Okay? I want you to know that. It just doesn't exist. Listen, it is very... First of all, you have to be a high-performance person to make millions of dollars, right? But it is very difficult to be a high-performing person. It's hard. The people and the men and women that make millions of dollars, they are high performers in their niche or their category, okay? But it is very difficult to be a high-performance individual, hard. There's so many things you have to say no to. Certain people, you have to compel yourself to be around certain people even though they make you feel uncomfortable, like rich people, millionaires, billionaires, whatever. There's so many things that you have to do that's going to put you outside of your comfort zone that you don't want to do, but you'll have to do it anyway because it's necessary. Are you with me here? You have to think about what you're currently doing. Like I want everybody to think about what they're currently doing to acquire wealth. Think about it, okay? Maybe it's a business, a job, Forex, Amazon, digital marketing, internet marketing, network marketing. I want you to think about your activity on a daily basis. Got it? Now, what I want you to do is multiply that by 10. So whatever you're doing to acquire wealth, I want you to 10 exit. Now, many of you might say, there's not enough time in a day, Wes. I can't do that. Well, that's just too much work, Wes. You want me to 10x what I'm currently doing? Yes. Unfortunately, many of you believe that you can become a rich, financially wealthy person without stress. I got a friend, he's always complaining about how stressed he is. And tonight you went to the gym. I'm proud of him because he's been going to the gym. So I've been doing two a days. I'm working out in the daytime and equinox. And then in the evening, I work out with him just to motivate him, just to keep him encouraged, right? And I work out in the evening, so I've been doing tour days, and I love it, right? And, you know, sometimes he complains about how stressed he is and how he's doing this and this, 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 and job stress, whatever. Or business stress or whatever, right? And I said, that's normal. Listen, if you're not able to tolerate stress in your life, if you're not able to manage stress in your life, you'll never be rich. Many of you complain about minor things. You know, maybe somebody at your job is pissing you off and you can't deal with them. And you're complaining about that. Maybe because in your business you can't deal with your customers. They're complaining, they're refunding, they pissed off at you. Maybe the employees are not working. And you're complaining about that. Listen, the more money that you will make or that you will have the potential to make 
will be dependent upon the amount of stress that you can handle. Does that make sense? I run over 15 different companies. Some companies have employees, some don't, because some businesses just run on autopilot. It's a digital world, so there's many businesses that can run automated without actual people. But I have directly and indirectly over 100 people that work for me. They all have different attitudes. They all have different personalities. They have different wants. They have different needs. And I have to manage these people. And not just that, because I want to give you a glimpse of what I do. Not just that. I have to understand a little bit what everybody does. I have to understand what the graphic designer does, the web developer does, the developer for Facebook does, the developer for um, Google does. I have to understand what the media buyer does. I have to understand what the copywriter does. I have to understand what the salesperson does, the setter does. I have to understand what my VP, my managers. Like, I have to understand, like, even other products that are being created. I have to understand the operation. Like, I have to understand a little bit of everything in my company. And then I need to understand. I have 15 of them, right? So I need to understand deeply exactly how these companies not only operate, but how I can grow them. Then at the same time, I got to deal with people that hack my website. Then at the same time, got to deal with people that steal money from other people acting like me. And at the same time, I have to deal with the profiles of people that are duplicating and acting like they're Wesley Virgin. Then at the same time, I got to think about the people that may be stealing from me in my company. Then at the same time, I have to make sure that, um, you know, the people that get terminated and get fired. I got to make sure those systems are tight. Do you understand? Like your ability to deal with stress. See, I know, listen, I know a lot of you because I'm always online posting my information on my Instagram, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. You say, man, Wesley lives a perfect life. I love Wesley's life. It's so easy. He just travels the world. He eats food from his shelf. He wakes up when he wants to. He has this great view in the morning. He gets to go to the gym anytime he wants. He has over eight supercars he can choose from every single morning. He vacations around the world every single month. He has first-class service, first-class tickets, first-class hotels. He works out. He's a handsome man. My God, I want this man's life. He can have any woman that he wants. I want this man's life. But what you don't see is the late nights. Like after the rant is done, like after I'm talking to you here, I will spend another two to three hours diving deep into all my different companies. Everything. Looking at code. Looking at landing pages. Looking at opportunities to monetize my customers more. Looking at opportunities to lower the retention rate or to lower the attrition rate in the refund and chargeback. Looking at the mids. You don't even know what a mid is. It's called the merchant process. Right? Do you understand? Like, listen, and I do this every day. Okay? But unfortunately, you guys don't see that. And you want to run a company. And you want to live a stress-free life. How many of you want to live a stress-free life? If you want to live a stress-free life, well, I would advise you not to start a company. I would advise you to just stay at your job and let somebody else pay you for the rest of your life. Honestly. Because in the beginning, it is stressful. In the beginning, you know, there are several opportunities for you not to be stressed as you build a company and it works. 
But in the beginning, it's stressful because things are not going to work out. You don't know what you're doing. You're trying different things. You're jumping into this company. You're selling this product. You're selling this service. You're starting internet marketing. You're starting digital marketing. You're trying to write your own ebook. You're trying to write a book. You're trying to market the book. You're trying to get followers. You're trying to get your brand out there. You're trying to sell clothes. Does that make sense? That's stressful. And at the same time, listen here, still got to pay bills. Got to pay the light bill. Got to pay the rent. Got to feed the children. Got to deal with your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You got to deal with your negative friends, your negative relatives. Got to talk to your mama. Got to talk to your daddy. Got to go to church. Got to take the kid to daycare. Right? Like at the same time that you're trying to build something that you have no clue on what you're doing, you still got to live your normal life. That's a lot, right? Yeah. See, I want to give you an honest glimpse of what it takes to be a self-made millionaire. Self-made millionaires, not only are they very disciplined, they know how to manage stress very efficiently. They can deal with several problems, several fires all at one time because it's necessary. As a CEO of your company, your job is not only just to have the vision for the company, you have to be able to handle fires. In my company, if my VP or my operations manager can't figure something else, I'm the last resort. They come to me. Wesley, what should we do here? I have to have an answer. I can't say I don't know. Does that make sense? Like I have to have the answer. Many of you, you're not even ready for that. You know, what if your website goes down today? Boom. Someone hacks your entire website. It's gone. It's lost. Many of you have no clue what to do. Say if your store caught a fire. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is, listen. The owner or the CEO of the company, you have to be a problem solver on a very high level. And many of you are so impatient. Listen, you keep complaining about why it's taking so long. I'm 30 years old. Why I'm not rich yet. I'm 40 years old. Why I'm not rich yet. I did everything right. Why I'm not rich yet. Obviously, you did not do everything right. It's the reason why you're not rich yet. You're not, you're not wealthy. And most of you are not even ready for the money. Why? You're not ready for the money because you're not ready and mature enough for the responsibility. People that take that make a lot of money, it's because they're ready for the responsibility of what comes with the money. Nobody's dropping a million dollars at your door, my friends. The more money you make, it's the more responsibility that you must take on. Leadership skills. Skills of stoicism, okay? Dealing with people, knowing how to manage people, learning how to manage financing, understanding accounting. Do you not understand that? I don't want to be negative here, but most of you, you're not even cut out to be a CEO. You just think it's cool because you watch a video of a guy that's driving your Lamborghini that you want. You watch a video of a guy that's on a yacht with beautiful women. You watch a video with a person that's hanging out in Paris, a person that's nomadic and traveling the world whenever they want to. Or you see some girl on the laptop buy a new house, a million dollar house at the age of 27. 
And that's all what you're thinking about. That's what you're looking at. And you say, I want that. But you know what you don't want? Let's talk about my life. You don't want to file bankruptcy, do you? I did. You don't want to have any repossessions. I had three repossessions. You don't want to sleep on the air mattress. You don't want to use your rent to go spend money to go to a seminar. I did. You don't want to go out there and fail over and over and over and over again, losing all your money and starting from scratch several times. I did. You don't want to be the person that's evicted from your house because you use your money and your life savings to invest in something that you thought was going to work and it didn't work. And now you find yourself sleeping on your best friend's floor. I did. See, that's what you don't see. I was talking to my best friend today when we were coming back from the gym. We are driving my Lamborghini Euros and I said, you know what? You know, people, they just honestly don't understand. You know, it's, I don't think I can communicate to a person everything that I had to go through to be the man that I am here today. Like, I don't think you guys understand what I went through. The days and nights. The failing moments. Okay? I don't think you understand it. Okay? I don't think you guys get it. And I get it when you look at the internet, you know, you 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 create your own narrative. Like, oh man, it seems to be easy. You don't seem to be, well, well, Wesley said it just step one, step two, step three. He just said to meditate a little bit and have a vision for your goal. Yes, meditation is, is important. Yes, using your imagination is important. But taking massive action is just as important as well. As a matter of fact, taking massive action until you get what you want is extremely important. If you're a salesperson, you may have to talk to a thousand people a day to make a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars. And you might have to do that for six months to a year until you get really good at it. Does that make sense? Some of you are in network marketing, right? You may have to talk to thousands, thousands, tens of thousands of people until you learn how to communicate in a way persuasively to compel people to check out your ideal and jump in with you. It may take you another two years to develop leadership skills, to be able to inspire people, to motivate people, to have them listen to you, even though you have nothing. Does that make sense? Okay. Like it's very, very, listen, it's very difficult to be a high performing individual. Like I am a high performing individual in every area of my life. Okay. Working out. I mean, I'm doing two a days. I work out, I'm working for four hours today. To me, it's normal for me to do two hours in the daytime, two hours at night. It's just normal. It's not even a big deal. It wasn't even hard. It's very simple for me. It's just my normal. Okay. That's the reason why I have the delicious body that I have here today. It's just normal for me to do that. It's normal for me. Like today, I got my hair cut. My barber, he came to the to my condo, to my penthouse here, and he cut my hair. I mean, it's normal for me to get my hair cut here two times a week at my place. And as I was doing, listen, as I was doing that, I'm listening to Joe Dispenza on my big screen 96-inch TV. I'm listening to Joe Dispenza. I'm not watching the news. 
I'm not watching The Real House of Atlanta. I'm not watching some TV show. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm on YouTube listening to Joe Dispenza, listening to Tony Robbins, listening to Wesley Virgin. Like every morning I do this, like clockwork. And I'm already rich. So imagine what I was doing when I wasn't rich. You know what I was doing when I wasn't rich, when I was trying to be rich just like you? Let me give you an image. Let me paint you a picture. So picture a very small 700 square foot apartment and picture walking into my place and you have dollar bills everywhere. Because what I would do, I went to the bank and I got all these ones because I was trying to get comfortable with money. And I put money all around my house. Imagine walking into my apartment, not that much furniture, and the only furniture I had was from Ikea. And if you look at my walls in my old apartment, all you will see is pictures of vacation spots, pictures of luxury cars, pictures of houses all around my house, including my room. And if you would go in my room, you would see an air mattress there. Not a bed yet. Okay, I had a TV and it had a little dangling wires. You know how some of y'all put those have those little dangling wires under the TV. That was me. You know those wires in the back of your TV that looks all crazy, just not even organized properly. You just plug it into the peripheral devices and it just looking just tacky. That was me. Entertainment Center guy from Amazon.com. If you would have knew the old Wesley when you walk into my house. I didn't have bills on my table. I put the bills in the drawer. What I would have on my table, on my counter, was checks. Now, understand, I couldn't cash these checks. But I got a bunch of checks, and I wrote me all these different checks of all the vehicles I was going to buy, the houses I was going to purchase, the furniture I was going to purchase, the clothes. Like, I had about 50 checks, and it was already written out to everything that I was going to purchase. Because I was living as if I was rich. I said, you know what? Well, these are the checks. I'm going to write these checks. And I was convincing myself that I was going to live that life and I was going to live it right now. That's me. That's the person you didn't get the opportunity to meet. See, at that time, I was Wesley Thousandaire Virgin. I wasn't Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I wasn't Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. I was Wesley Thousandaire Virgin. But no one knew who I was. At that time, I was still making YouTube videos, but no one even knew me, but I was making videos. But you didn't know who I was. I was making workout videos every single day in that little video apartment. Okay, you can watch the videos if you want to on YouTube. You'll see my big old peanut head doing sit-ups, 90-second abs, all type of videos. I did so many videos in that little apartment, I probably did maybe 500 videos, no views, no subscribers. But I did a video every single day. You get it? I was becoming a high-performance person. Listen, you have to become a high-performance person now, where, like where you are, even with all your responsibilities, even with everything you have to do, you have to decide to become a high-performance person right now. And it may take you two, three, five, or six, seven, eight years to actually reap the benefits. When I would drive my cars, I mean my car, I didn't have a car, I had one car. I wasn't listening to the radio. The radio was not allowed to be played in my vehicle. I was only listening to audio. I was listening to podcasts. 
I was listening to self-development audio every day, all day in my vehicle for years. I didn't play any music. Like imagine doing that for years with no guarantee that I was going to be successful. No guarantee that I was going to be financially free. But I was doing this for years because I realized I had to become a high performance person. And that's what high performance people do. High performance people do 10 times more than what you do. I still had a job at the time. So imagine working eight hours at a job and I ran a boot camp. I ran a boot camp for two hours. Then after the boot camp, I'll go home and make YouTube videos. That's high performance. You may say, when did you, when did you sleep? I did sleep. Maybe two, three hours. For more than five years. Imagine doing that. And still not making any money. Still not making progress. And still not seeing the fruits of my labor. See, the question is, can you become a high performance person now and be willing to go through the devastating years of not getting any outcomes before you reach your land of paradise? I know some of you are thinking like, dang, that's a lot. Man, Wesley, you went through all that? Absolutely. You're like, imagine filing bankruptcy. Imagine having bad credit. Imagine having three kids. You got to take care of them at the same time. You're trying to run all these different companies, trying to do all this stuff. Still got three children you got to feed. Got child support you got to pay. I have to deal with all that. And many of you are complaining because your boss don't like you. Some of you are complaining because you have an employee, a co-worker that you can't stand. Many of you are complaining because you just have no money in the bank. Many of you are complaining because you can't take the stresses of life. Many of you are complaining because you gained 10 pounds or 5 pounds. You're overweight and then you're depressed. Many of you are complaining because you broke your iPhone. You broke the screen. Many of you are complaining about everything. Some of you are complaining because you're not rich yet. Some of you are complaining because you, well, I can't find a mentor. Some of you are complaining because you bought a product. You didn't go through the product properly. Now you're blaming the product creator because he didn't do a great job. That's you. Many of you are just blaming everybody for your downfall. Some of you, 40, 50 years old, still blaming other people. Blaming the people. You buy stuff from them and you blame them. Well, they had a shitty product. Well, they product so well, they're scammers. You know, the people that call people scammers are some of the brokest people on the planet. They're some of the piss poorest people on the planet. People always say, oh, they're scammers. They're scammers. That's a cop out. Okay. I want you to realize high performance. I should have called this video a high performance individual. High performance people, they just don't have any time to complain. It's not that they don't have a reason to complain, but they don't have time to. I don't have time to complain if somebody hacked my website. I'm not going to be telling my family and telling my people, oh, man, somebody hacked my website. I can't believe they did that. Why would they do that to me? I ain't did nothing to nobody. I don't have any fucking time to complain about shit that I can't control. I can't control other people, but who I can control is myself. I'm moving on. 
Like at one of my one of my accounts with one of my merchants, they sold over twenty five thousand dollars. What you want me to go do? You want to go find this person? You think I'm a bitch and complain? They stole twenty five thousand. I can't believe they did. What would they do? I'm gonna find these people. I'm gonna sue these people. No, it's just twenty five k. I am money. I know how to print money, not literally, but I know how to make money. Charge that to the game. Okay, it's done. Maybe the person really needed that twenty five thousand dollars. It's okay. I'll make more. My time or high performance people realize that their time is more effective creating more money, not chasing people that stole money or took money. It's not even worth it. Some of you, you're chasing people that leave bad comments on your videos, bad comments on your pictures. Oh, they're defamatory in my character. They're talking about me online. They gossip. So what? This is normal. Some of you think that you're going to run a digital marketing company. You're never going to have a negative review. I have a ton of negative reviews. You think I give a damn? You think I care about all these negative reviews? It's okay. It's the part. Listen, I've sold, I've sold over 500,000 products over the years. More, maybe a million. You think I'm not going to have negative reviews? You think Walmart don't have negative reviews? You think Amazon.com don't have negative reviews? Hello? You think Oprah don't have negative reviews? Bill Gates, Microsoft, Apple, iPhone don't have negative reviews? And you still got an iPhone. But if you type in iPhone negative reviews, you'll see a ton of thousands videos. It's still the number one company on the planet as it relates to fucking phones. So why do you care? (laughs) See, high-performance individuals understand people very deeply, okay? I understand people very, very deeply. That's why it's hard to bother me. It's hard to annoy me or irritate me or to get me angry about something. I understand people. Okay? I understand there's somebody out there that's going to hate me for the rest of their life, don't even know me. And the same person that hates me is going to join these rants every single night. They're going to listen to me and still hate me. Some people out there that's going to love me. They're going to love me for the rest of my life until I pass on. And some people that's never going to buy my products, ever. They like me, but they're never going to spend a dime with me, ever. And they're never going to invest any money, any time with me. It's okay. Some people are just going to hate me just because I'm rich and I'm wealthy and I'm handsome and I'm smart and I'm intelligent <laughs> and I get what I want. They're going to hate it just because I get what I want. Does that make sense? What I want you to understand, if, if you want to be that type of person, a high-performance individual, this is what you have to deal with. And unfortunately, millionaires, you know, millionaires, they don't talk too much about the negativity or the cynicism that have taken place in their life or that it is taking place because to them, it's just useless. It's very futile. It's like a waste of energy. But the reason I want to talk about it, because I want you to hear and see the whole picture. It's not that things, it's not that negative things are not happening to us. We just don't give a damn. Does that make sense? Poor and average people care a lot about what other people think. And they care a lot about their stresses, their problems, their anxiety, their pains, their failures. Poor and average people care about this stuff. They don't want other people to see them. They don't want other people to see their downfall. 
They don't want people to see them struggle. They don't want to be embarrassed. That's a lot of you. And that's why you're not rich. That's why you still have a nine to five job. That's why you're still working for people. That's why you're still waiting on your check every two weeks. That's why you can't vacation around the world first class like I do. That's why you're not driving the fancy cars. That's not why you're not living in the penthouses, not in the gated communities. You get it? Because there's a place for people like you in the average place. Not in the suburbians. Some of you live in the ghetto. Some of you live in the average area. Cheap houses, under $500,000. That's why you drive the regular cars, Honda Accord, Ford Fusion, Kia Sport, all that shit. That, I mean, listen, that's just for average people. And you're average because you have average thinking. Does that make sense? I know some of you I hurt your feelings. I know. That's okay. I still love you. But you got to make a decision, young man, young lady. I mean, you have to make a decision. Do you want to be a high achiever? Do you want to be a high-performance individual? Or do you want to be a regular average Pookie and Ray Ray? And let me tell you something. There's a lot of Pookie and Ray Rays on the planet. There's a lot of people out there just wants to have a good time, man. YOLO. You live only once. They just want to party on the weekends. And they just want to live their life to the fullest. They want to be very irresponsible. And they just want to call what they call it, living their best life. And they want to make all the mistakes on the planet. They want to smoke. They want to drink. They want to have casual sex. They want to do what? They just want to just have fun. They want to chase celebrities. They want to be wherever a celebrity is. They want to go there. They want to jump to the Turk and Caicos, hang out with Norris Art, to find Drake. They want to go to the concerts and see if can they see a celebrity. You got girls after a basketball game waiting to be chosen, to be selected. You got women posting their naked pictures and their provocative pictures on Instagram, hoping to get some attention, hoping to find a sugar daddy. And that's going to be your life? That's what you think life is? Yeah. Listen, you are your habits. And your habits are the things you do repeatedly on a daily basis. Whatever your habits are. If you're a person that wakes up with a bad attitude, that's who you are. A person with a bad attitude. If you're a person that wakes up and you got to have a smoke of weed or some drug or some debilitating force that you put in your body that's just who you are if you're a person that always procrastinates you're a person that can't stay disciplined to anything but that's just who you are can't stick to nothing that's just who you are if you're a person that can't focus on one thing for a very long period of time that's just who you are If you're a person that's so afraid to leave your job because you don't know what's going to happen if you leave your job and you say, well, I don't want to be here, but I guess I got to be. That's just who you are. Scared. Get it? And I know some of you are thinking, like, how can I change that? What do you mean, how can you change that? <sighs> what do you mean? You just take action. You just do it. Stop overthinking. Like, you know, people ask me these questions. And I know I give you guys the opportunity to ask me questions. But some of you guys ask so, ask dumb questions. You know, I know they, they say that there's no such thing as a stupid. It is. How can you change that? What are you talking about? How can you? It's you, mother. What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? It's you. Well, how can I stop smoking? 
Stop putting a goddamn cigarette to your mouth. What are you talking about? How can I stop smoking weed? Stop buying the shit. How can I stop drinking? Stop buying the booze. What are you talking about? Well, how can I start working out? Take your fat ass to the gym. How can I stop being broke? Stop spending more money than you're bringing in. Duh. This shit ain't chess. What do you mean? How can I change that? Well, how can I stop doing this? How can I stop? It's, it's just, it's just, it controls me. Okay, well, you're going to be a loser for the rest of your life. I'm just being honest with you. Okay? Like you folks, you know, that's why it's so easy to make money in this, in this, just in the world. Because many of you just act like you're so unintelligible, like just like you're not smart. It's so weird. It's just, you know, people ask me, well, how can I, how can I get motivated? What? what? Well, how can I stop procrastinating? How can I get rid of it? Wait, what do you mean? You know how to do that. You know how to stop doing things. What are you talking about? Choose to decide. What, you want a trick? I mean, you, you want me to throw some anointing oil on your face? You want me to take you to church and tell God to ask for forgiveness and change your life? That's what you want? Stupidity. You have the power to change anything in your life. You have the power to stop any addiction right now in your life. You have the power to reject and to repudiate any vice that is taking over your life right now. You have the power to wake up in a positive attitude if you choose to. You have the power to go to the gym. You got the power to read a book. You have the power to turn off the TV. You have the power to turn off social media. You have the power to say no to negative people. You have the power to get around rich people. You have the power to do what's right to make money. Like you have the power to do all these things. You just haven't decided to do it. Okay. Many of you, you just haven't made the decision to do it yet. And some of you are just hoping that if you log on and listen to Wesley Virgin, that I'm going to say something that's going to compel you to turn your life around. Am I right? You're like hoping, praying to God that Wesley says something that is so compelling, that is so deep, that is so methodical, that it's going to cause you to change everything in your life that would eventually give you the life that you want, the life that you feel that you're destined for. And let me tell you something. That's sad. It's sad that you want me or you expect me to be that person to change something in you when all along you have the power to change everything in your life. Listen, I had, listen, my life is where, where it is today because I decided to change. Okay. Like I, I really did. I decided to change. I started. I decided to stop procrastinating. I decided to stop bitching and complaining and whining and moaning. I decided to 
have a positive mental attitude regardless of what was taking place in my life. I decided to be responsible. I decided to mature. I decided to grow up. I decided to be financially astute. I decided to manage my money properly. I decided to be patient. I decided to, instead of moving quickly, I wanted to move correctly. I mean, I just made those decisions. That's it. Okay? Like like all of you harness, like all of you have that power to do that. Do you understand that? Like some of you right now are late coming to the rent. You know, that just pisses me off because I, I, I've told you many times before to turn your goddamn notifications to be on the rent on time. Because my time is very valuable. People t- pay me a ton of money just to talk. And you just show up late. Because I can see when you guys join. When all you needed to do, a very simple task, to turn in your notifications and always be ready to be online. Why? Because that shows how serious you are about your life. If you have a man that's worth $40 million that's willing to share his stories and his philosophy with you to help you become the man or woman that you're destined to be. Why wouldn't you turn on your notifications? Why wouldn't you always, when I go live, be ready to get that notification to be on time? Does that make sense? Some of you just log on whenever the fuck you want to. You say, well, not tonight. It's too late tonight. Many of you treat me like you're watching a TV or your favorite show. Sometimes you want to watch it, sometimes you don't want to watch it. And you wonder why you're not making progress. Because like I told you before, a high-performance field, uh, it's very difficult to become a high-performance person. A high-performance person is always there. They never miss one rent. They never miss anything. They're always there, always. I have people on here right now who have never missed one rent since I've been doing this. And many of you, you beg and pray to God that he'll put a millionaire in your life, right? God, please just put somebody in my life to help me. Help me, please. I just need help. I need guidance. And I, I'm here. God put me in your life, right, for a reason because you're listening. And you still don't fucking show up. Don't even show up. You show up when you want to. Oh, I'm tired today. I worked all day, that Wesley. You, you, you're jumping on too late. But aren't you the person that said you wanted a millionaire in your life? Then you say you needed some guidance. Then you say you needed some help. No, but you want to do it that's convenient to you. But let me tell you something. It don't fucking work that way. Okay? That's not how life works. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. Period. Does that make sense? I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you have a broken heart. You should never miss a rent. If you're serious, it's free information. It's free. I'm not charging you a dime. You don't have to buy a course. You don't have to pay me any cash apps, PayPal's, nothing at all. It's free information, gems. And you're telling me you can't be here on time, but yet you're serious? How serious are you? That's like going to college, but deciding that you're going to miss a couple of classes because you're tired, because you... You you got drunk last night or you partied last night, so you missed your course, you missed your class. That's not a serious student. Does that make sense? Many of you have not even logged into my podcast. 
Like all these rants are available via my podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Just type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. I show up in Google. Many of you have not even subscribed to the podcast, but yet you're serious. Yet you're telling me, oh, no, Wesley, I'm very serious. I'm serious about becoming wealthy and rich and changing my financial situation for me and my family. I got men in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. You're still not even a subscriber. You don't even listen to the freaking podcast that's available for you for free. And you're serious. You tell me that you're serious. Women on here. I'm serious. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, but you're not even a subscriber. You're not even listening to the podcast on a daily basis. And you know what you're going to say to me? Oh, life has been rough. Life has been hard. I don't give a fuck. No one cares about how rough your life has been. I want to be honest. Let me be direct here. Listen, no one cares about your stress. No one cares about how overwhelmed you are. Like, no one fucking cares. Do you not understand it? They don't care. No one cares. Maybe your mama, your daddy, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, maybe they care. But people on the on the planet, they don't care about you. No one cares about your financial irresponsibility. Listen. No one cares about your financial irresponsible behavior. No one cares that you don't have any money in your bank. No one cares you got a broken heart. No one cares if you think no one likes you. No one cares because you're fat and overweight. No one cares because you got heart disease, cancer. Like, I'm going to be honest. They just don't care. They may tell you, that, but they don't. No one cares. Stop telling people your problems. You're only exacerbating the problem. By communicating your problem to the world, Wesley. Oh, you don't know what I'm going through right now. And this happened and baby daddy did blah, blah, blah. No one cares. Okay? I just want to be brutally honest with you. They don't. Even the people that, that you think they care. Listen, let me tell you about people that make you feel that they care. Behind your back, they're telling other people about you, man. You heard what's going on with her, man. I don't know that she can't get her shit together. She keeps just having babies and babies and babies. Oh, you know my girlfriend, man? She got all these diseases. She got chlamydia. She got gonorrhea. I don't know what's wrong with her. She keeps just fucking every man on the planet. I mean, girls talk like this, right? Behind your back. You got guys that be like, man, I don't know what's wrong with that. I mean, he just keep making bad decisions, man. He can't, He just lost his job and he having problems with his baby mom. I don't, want to, I don't want his situation, man. I'm getting tired of him telling me his problems, honestly. I'm not going to answer his phone anymore. I'm tired of it. Tired of fixing his problems. Tired of loaning him money. Some of you right now are the person that's always either loaning money or you receiving a loan from somebody. But let me tell you some people talk about people to other people, about people that's always communicating their problems to them. I'm just going to be honest with you. Because we all got issues. Listen, it's okay to talk to your, if you got a problem, talk to your significant other. Talk to the person that you love most that's close to you. That's, pro- that's fine. But some of you, you tell me your problems. Why, like, why do I want to hear your problems? Think about it for a second. You want sympathy from me? Why? Let me tell you something. I'm going to be very direct here. I don't give a damn. I don't care about your problems. Nope. I don't care about all the bullshit you've been through. Nope. It's not my problem. Because you're communicating that to me. As if you want me to have empathy and compassion for you. Well, let me, let me listen up, young lady, young man. I've been through shit too. You want to hear my problems? I, I need a private jet. I don't have a private jet. I got a fucking first class commercial airlines around the planet. 
and it annoys the shit out of me. I don't want to go through TSA. I got to go through Premier, and I got to wait in those seats, and I got to wait with all these people and stand in that fucking tunnel to get on the plane. I want to show a first class. I mean, I want to show a first class to my private jet. That's my problem. Can you solve that? Pisses me off. Sometimes when I go to some countries, they don't have five star. And I hate staying in the hotel that's not five star because I need the best services possible. I went to Rome. It was kind of hot in that hotel. I hated it. That's my problem. I was in Rome with my kids, and me and my children, we're hot in a hotel paying $1,000 a night. That's my problem. Yeah, you'll laugh at me, won't you? You'll be like, shut the fuck up, Wesley, right? You're like, what? What kind of problem is that? It's my problem. Yeah, you want to know? I was trying to fly to Turks and Caicos. And the reason why I couldn't book the trip because they didn't have a first class seat coming back. So I wouldn't book until a first class seat opened up because I refused to fly economy. That was my problem last week. But thank God I found a flight. So that's why last weekend I went to Turks and Caicos with my friend. Had a great time for two days. But before, I wasn't going to fly coach. That's a big problem for me. See, some of you may laugh at that. But if I laugh at your problems, you get pissed off at me. If I downplay your problems, you get pissed off. You should laugh at my problems. I'm really, I'm really hurting over here. Blah, blah, blah. It's really hard for me. <laughs> you know, I don't have nothing. Man, baby daddy doing this and I'm getting beat the shit out of blah, 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 blah. Well, you created all that shit. It's your problem. See, you don't want to hear that, do you? You want somebody to have empathy for you, to be compassionate. Oh, it's okay. Oh, man. Oh, I can't believe it. It's going to get better. Don't worry. It's going to get better. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Because I understand that people don't get better until they do better. And you do better by making different decisions. And if you don't make different decisions, you will always get what you've always gotten. Is that clear? It's just how it is. Success. Listen. You don't get what you deserve out of life. You get what you earn. And most of you haven't earned shit. And that's why you don't have shit. Because you haven't earned it yet. You know, you got women out here. I deserve a good man. Men are, I deserve a good woman. I deserve this. I deserve it. it. Why? Why do you deserve it? What have you done to deserve it? Like, what have you done to deserve riches? I work a lot. So, we got a ton of people. I mean, hundreds of millions of people that work a lot. That work more hours than you. That's worth time. You got some people that work 10, 12, 13, 15 hours a day. Can I get an amen? I mean, you have many people that work hard. So, why do you deserve riches? Because you work hard? No. You don't deserve anything. You got to earn it. And once you earn it, then you deserve it. You got to earn it first. How do you earn it? You got to put in the work. You got to realize that you don't know what you're doing, but you got to continue. You have to continue to do what you don't know how to do until you figure out what you need to do to get what you want. It's just how it works. And it may take years. It may take 10 years. So you just got to deal with it. It just, it may take a while. Does that make sense? It's just will. 
Any questions for me here? If you got value, come to work value, please. If you got value here, come to work value. But any questions for me? Steve, I still have people in here showing up late. I should slap all of you. Okay. Questions for me, folks. Talk to me. If you feel that you're going to make a change. And listen, you know what change you need to make. Many of you know that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Am I right? Many of you, all of you, are doing something in your life that you should stop right now. Does that make sense? Come at the word yes if you know there's something in your life that you need to stop doing or start doing. Come on, be honest. Some of you are too old to steal to still emulating the behavior of a child. Too old to still be immature. Too old to still be irresponsibly financially. You're too old to not have the ability to communicate effectively. You're too old still making under 50000 a year. I mean, come on. When is it your time to take accountability and responsibility of your actions. Taking accountability of your action means that I know what I'm doing is wrong and I'm going to change it. That's accountability, folks. Say, I know what I'm doing. It doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve others and it definitely doesn't serve the greater good So why am I continuing to do this because of some short-term pleasure? Because the pleasure is short-term. But what you don't realize, the damage can be forever. Like, the damage can be life-threatening. If you're a person that smokes and uses drugs and you, you drink too much, I mean, we can talk about all different Metabolic diseases that you will contract. Some of you women are just jumping from man and 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 and you have so much baggage with all these men. You have so many experiences with all these men looking for the right man, but you got all these experiences and all this different baggage, which is almost clouding your ability to choose. Some of you women need to just be with yourself. You know why it's important just to be with yourself, women? I'm going to talk to women here specifically because I know women want to be in relationships and they want to be in love. (laughs) Let me tell you why it's important to be alone. Because you need to discover what you really want from a man. That's the first step. You know, what do I really want? Then two, you have to think about, well, what am I willing to do? And what type of woman, woman am I willing to become to attract that type of man. 
That takes time to do. But many of you women, you're so lonely. You're so sad by yourself that you will settle for a half-assed man or a half-assed person that you would never date. But because you don't want to be by yourself, you settle. You settle. And I didn't mean for this to turn into a relationship talk. But I just, I have love for my women. All my women on here, my queens, I love you. And I know what you desire. I know you want to be rich too, I get it. But you won't love more, you know, most of you. Most of you women, some of you men, women, women don't. But, you know, a lot of you women do. And men, instead of spending your days and nights on Tinder and dating apps and Instagram and watching videos on how to pick up women and how to send the right texts and how to say the right word chasing women. How about you just develop yourself as a man and transform from a boy to a man? Boys chase women. Men attract them. Let me say it again. Boys, they always chasing women. They in the DMs every day. Hey, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? You doing okay? Blah, blah, blah. They go out, you know, I go to this new gym and man, I swear to God, it's a club. You know, men, I saw, I saw one girl and I saw three men within 10 minutes all approach this woman. And all these men are not in the best shape at all. And it just seemed like this is a club because you got very attractive women at this gym. It's very crowded. And I'm like, are you coming to work out? Are you coming to find your wife? Right? Men. Oh, boys. Boys chase women. Boys run after women. Men, we attract them, which means they come to us. Okay? You know why women come to me? Because I don't focus on them. I don't, I don't, like I'm not going to a place and just suspecting that I got to have this girl for the night or... I got to go find them. I got to go to get that. I, I don't have that type of thinking. First of all, when I go to the gym, I'm going to have the workout. Listen, I work on me. What does that mean? I mean, I work out. You know, I create the type of body or the type of physical appearance that not only I like, women like too. I educate myself. People like me because they think I'm smart. They always, like women, they reach out to me. Like, Man, you smart. I want to talk to you. I need to get some advice from you. Because I use certain words in the way that I articulate my messages, right? Well, you know how I do that? Because, well, I'm not spending time on Instagram looking at women in bikinis. I'm not, I don't have an OnlyFans membership to anybody's woman. I'm not looking at porn. I'm not doing all those things looking for women. No. Like I spend my nights educating myself listening to Stafford videos or listening to great motivational speakers or people that speak very well, listening to philosophers, okay, like Frederick Nietzsche, Carl Jung. You don't even know these people. You know who you know, man? Yeah, you know Kylie Jenner. You know Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> you know how big her butt is, right? So, I mean, does that make sense? 
That's why I attract women. They, they come to me, literally. They come to me, okay? They come my way. I don't have to go their way. They come my way. Because I'm constantly developing myself physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally, okay? And from an intellect standpoint. That's it. That's all you got to do. And financially, by the way. And if you do that, man, you'll have your pick. Had a conversation today with my best friend, this young lady. And we were talking about how women select men. You know, because unfortunately women, they were born with their value. Men have to earn their value, right? Men have to actually make money, be good looking, go to the gym, work out. It's a lot of things women have to do to be able to attract the amount or the type of woman that they want to attract. Women don't have to do anything, you know? They'd be 21 years old, man. They're legal. They're cute. I mean, they don't have to read a book. They don't have to make money. They don't have to have a degree. They could be a waitress, man. They can be making $5 an hour. And they can get the richest man on the planet, okay? And we were talking about how women, they select the men. But when you become a high-value man... Listen, when you become a high-value man, high-value men, they select the woman. They become the selector. A lot of you men out there, you're waiting to get selected. You're waiting for someone to like you. Right? You're waiting to get picked. The pick-me person. High-value men, they don't get picked. Well, a lot of women have picked them, but they have the opportunity to select what they want. Which means women now compete for their attention. Does that make sense? I know we took a, took a turn here, but I just felt compelled to talk about that. Any questions for me here? Okay. Any questions? Any questions for me, folks? Listen, I'm here to drop knowledge in every aspect of the word. I'm here to drop the gems to educate you from my own personal philosophy. Not saying that my philosophy is true, but my philosophy has allowed me to live a phenomenal life. And I'm still young, man. And I'm living a great life every day of my life. And and I think that's what people want to do. They want to live a happy, rich, perfect, surreal life. That's the life I live. And if that's the life that you want to live, it will make sense to listen to the person that lived that type of life. You can meet me in person. If you ever see me, I mean, I'm always in a great mood. If I'm in the gym, I may be focused, but I'm stress-free, baby. That's why I look so young, you know, I mean, because life is just perfect. And if you want your life to be perfect, well, you have to listen to a person that has a perfect life or have a perception that his life is perfect. Because what you want to understand is how that person thinks. Does that make sense? How does that person think? How does that person navigate crowds? What does that person do? Okay. Any questions for me here? Do you ever miss the physical touch of a woman? And if so, what do you do? I find myself craving... Not sex, but a man's physical touch. Of course. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes do I want it? Yes. 
Now, if I want it, I can get it. Like right now, I know a number to call. I'll text the call right now. Come over here right now. And she will come. And sometimes, yes, I do want the physical touch of a woman. However, my priority and what's more important to me is just something different right now. And I would rather repudiate that feeling of a physical touch that it's going to be temporary. It's only going to be temporary, right? Just for one night, one night. Just to me, it's just a waste of my time. Think about it, you know, it's like I used to have casual sex all the time. Not all the time, but all the time. You know, I mean, I had a little rotation, you know, not a big rotation, but I just had my woman that I can call, right? But now I've gotten to the point in my life that even though sometimes I desire that physical touch, I realize that I want some I want something more deeper than just one night of a physical experience that leads to nothing. That's just that's just how I feel at the current moment. Okay? And I know some of you men, women, you feel that you want the physical touch of of a man. I get it. I understand. Um and it depends on where your priorities are. You know, to me, if a woman actually has an intention to find a man that she wants to spend the rest of her life with, well, she's not really focused or bothered about some temporary physical touch or some temporary sex. Because her priority is and her intention is to find the man of her dreams or the man that she wants to spend her life the, uh, <clears throat> the rest of her life with. It's your intention. It's your intention it's for some short time pleasure or some long time passion. It's just a choice you have to make, but you can't make both choices. Okay, you can't be a professional football player and a professional baseball player all at once. Got to choose one. So everybody has a choice to make. And I'm not saying that you have to make that choice. It's up to you. It's your life, not mine. Okay? It's just your life. <laughs> I mean, it's your life. I know many women who've made bad decisions and they wanted the physical touch so bad they got a baby for, with a man that can't even take care of the baby. Or they contracted a disease from a man that they can't get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, women, just be careful. Don't don't be reckless like men are. You know, one thing, women, what you wanna, what you need to understand is, yeah, men are reckless when it comes to sex. We kind of born this way to be that way. But it's nothing worse than a woman that's reckless because a woman that's reckless is a woman that's emulating men's behavior. So you can't expect the, uh, you can't expect your man or the man that you want to attract in your life to be this flawless, monogamous person. When you can't close your legs, right? Or you have unintentional sex and unintentional pleasure with a person that you know you have nothing. Like, I don't even want to date women like that, honestly. You know? You know, I like to date women who have a low body count. A woman that's it's very difficult to be inside of her. That she really values her entire body. She just don't give it to anyone. Absolutely not. I like women like that. That's why I like younger women. Because sometimes older women, they just give it away to everyone. They just do. Because they're getting old. Do what you got to do, boo. But 
I don't like women like that. I like women who find herself, her body, her vagina sacred. And it takes a while for you to get in between those legs. That's those are the legs I want to be in between. A woman that thinks. A woman that's understand that she can use her little toy, she can use a finger, whatever, but she's not gonna let any man inside of her because she feels this urge to have sex. That's what men do. Men will have sex with anything. They will. And a lot of men, they will just have sex with anything these days. But no man wants a woman that's like men. Does that make sense? Okay. And yes, I know it's not true about all older women, man. I'm just I'm just letting you know because I know a ton of older women. And, you know, women are getting divorces, man. They just, I've been on vacation a lot. And women on vacation, older women, mm, I can tell you some stories. Not tonight, though. But not all women, of course. A ton of them, though. Questions here? Um... questions here how did you motivate motivate yourself to be high performance and exercise and turn that thinking pattern when living in small apartments and sleeping on uh, floors you know I just always imagined myself in a penthouse I always imagined myself driving a car of my dreams even though I was driving a 1980 Honda Accord so that was the reason why I put pictures and vision boards all around my apartment to continually remind me of the man that I was destined to be, not the man that I was. A lot of you men, you're so, and women, you're so accustomed and familiar with the you right now that you're not making room for the new you. So I primed myself. I put so much wealth and opulence around me in that little bitty apartment that I was always thinking about the Royce Royce. I was always thinking about the big house. I was always thinking about the vacations. Even though I was paying $1,000 a month in my little apartment, I was thinking about paying $15,000 a month for my penthouse. Does it make sense? You have to prime yourself to be successful. You got to surround yourself with those things that you define as a successful life. Okay? I'm older and celibate for three years. That's awesome. And like I said, women, you can do whatever you want to do. That's just my thoughts on that. Okay, I'm just giving you my thoughts. You can do whatever you want to do with your vagina, right? But, um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's your decision to make. Whatever you want to do, it's your decision. Just always remember your decision comes with consequences every decision even men if you want to be out there and be a whore you want to sleep with a thousand women ten thousand women whatever you know well your decisions will come with consequences i don't know what those consequences are but they do okay <laughs> what's next any more questions for me?
you know, believe it or not, uh, I'll tell you guys this, just to be transparent, you know, I was celibate for two years. You may say, well, what did you do to please yourself? I mean, I'll be honest. I masturbated. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I know some people, they look down on masturbation, I guess, whatever. But that's what I did. So I wouldn't have sex or casual sex during the time that I was trying to acquire wealth. Because I needed to be focused. And unfortunately, sex is very emotional. It's a lot of energy and just a lot of time and it's just an uncontrollable urge to deal with this person and you know just masturbate you're done done deal you know what I mean because that wasn't my priority women was not my priority at that time okay even now women are not my priority right now not at all you know they may come and go but it's just not my priority it's not my focus not now I am my own focus and myself and my business development is my focus right now Okay. How do you get out the employee mindset when you have bills that don't stop? Of course, bills don't stop. Where you get out of the employee mindset is when you just decide to leave your job. The day that you leave your job and start a company, start a business, it's the day that you repudiate the employee mindset. And until you're able to do that, then you will have the employee mindset. And the longer you stay at the job, the deeper the employee mindset will be. You may say, well, how about my bills? It's okay. Pay them. You know, if you leave your job on the first, pay your rent, quit. You got 30 days to make some money. But most of you women, most of you men, you have some money in the bank. So you got three or six months to pay your bills. So there you go. You got three, six months to make some money. That would make you, you know what the great thing about quitting your job? When I have any job and still have to pay bills, you become very focused. You become very serious as well. Okay? You become very, you know, when I left my job, well, how many years ago was that? My eight, nine years ago? Listen, I was so focused. You have no clue on how focused. Like the things that I thought I could never stop doing, I just stopped immediately. Like, if it didn't align with me making some money, I wasn't going to do it. I mean, I cut off family, cut off parents, cut off brother. I cut off everybody. I was only focused on the acquisition of money. That's it. Period. Because I needed to pay bills. And I was I was deeply focused. And if you ever want to get focused, just quit your job. You get focused. I promise you, you're not going to be going out to the club. You're not going to be going to the bar. You're not going to be drink. You're not going to be doing all these things that you was doing before. That was only a distraction to your success. You'll stop. Just try it. Quit your job. Why do you do what you do for people around the world? What makes you the super band and give you the drive to continue this for us, boss? Well, let me tell you, because it's my purpose. It's my passion. You know, maybe I. Acquired this from my father. Many of you know my father is a pastor of a church. He's been a pastor for 30 years plus. I think 40 years plus now. So he distributes. Uh, he um, contributes the word of God to people. He teaches people about the word of God. He compels people to become Christians and to become saved. And to follow the path of God. So he's a teacher. 
So this is what I saw. This is what I heard. And this is what has been inculcated inside of me. I'm a teacher. Even though me and my father don't have the same beliefs as as it relates to religion. But I feel compelled to help people. And I think we all feel compelled to help people. But I'm in a position to actually help people. Because I'm not a person that's talking about what I'm going to do. Like I'm actually doing it. And I'm successful at it. And I'm trying to teach people. Because I believe everybody on the planet. Your purpose should be to make some type of positive contribution to the world. How many of you believe that? Give me a thumbs up. And I believe everybody's purpose in life should be some type of positive contribution to the world because that creates fulfillment. I can't make more money and be fulfilled. I mean, I made a lot of money. I did a lot of things. Money doesn't fulfill me. More cars doesn't fulfill me. Even a woman, that's not going to fulfill me. No. (laughs) You may think it is, you know, only when you're happy. But when you're going through very troubling and trials and tribulations and issues and problems and arguments, you don't feel fulfilled then. But this, this fulfills me. It makes me feel extraordinary to sleep, to know that I have the opportunity to speak to thousands of people who want to have the same results as myself. You know how good that feels? You know how good it feels to hear people when I navigate the world and say, you changed my life? I hear this quite often now. You know, sometimes I don't realize how famous I am. I mean, I don't even think I'm that famous. Not yet. I will be. But, you know, a lot of people know who I am. I mean, I went to Turks and Caicos this weekend and I had about five people approach me. Hey, man, you changed my life. This one guy, he started screaming. Wesley, billion all of virgin. I was at a club. What, last night or two nights ago? And this guy, I didn't know who this guy was. He just grabbed me and said, man, you changed my life. He said, I know who you are. I know who you are. You're Wesley. You know, I don't know. You don't. You just don't know who knows you. You, know, you just don't know who's watching you. And the great thing about it, it's all black men. It's always black men. I swear to God, black men are my biggest fans, and I love them all. And I think that black men, they gravitate towards me because... I'm an an example of progress without throwing a football, without bouncing a ball. I'm not a rapper. I'm not an artist. I'm a true business person. And I'm self-made. And I'm not doing nothing illegal. I'm not looking up. Like, I'm not looking over my back. I'm not afraid to leave my house. I'm not cheating people. I'm not doing anything illegal. So that's admirable. And sometimes black men, they need to see it. Because our culture of black people, like black men, you know, a lot of black men that do well, not a lot, some, I'm not going to generalize, but, you know, they're doing something illegal. They're doing a PPE scam. They're doing a scam here, doing a scam here. They play football. They play So it's nice and it's refreshing to meet a man that doesn't do those things, that is moral, that follows the laws. To understand that you don't have to take a shortcut to be rich. You don't have to kiss anybody's ass to be... I didn't kiss anybody's ass. I didn't kiss a white man's ass. I didn't kiss nobody's ass to be rich. I did it myself. Self-made. 
So you, you have to understand how powerful that is to black men because it gives them the opportunity and the potential to see what is possible for them. And then that causes a culture of people, black men, that are downplayed and looked down upon because we just have a lot of ignorant, ignorant black people, unfortunately, black men on the planet. But that gives them the opportunity to be better, to change the perception about us. So now do you realize how fulfilling that feels to be able to do that? I was just talking to my friend today. I said, you know what, man? I am the leader of black men. I am. Or I'm becoming that. I'm becoming the leader of hundreds of millions of black men on the planet. Like, can you see it? Can you picture, you know, they have the millionaire man march. What? This would just be the millionaire men who I would teach on how to conduct themselves in a way so they can get what they want. I'll be the man that would teach them how to have emotional intelligence. I would teach them how to redirect their aggression. That you don't have to always use your aggression for physicality or physical abuse. or That doesn't show or display if you are strong or you the man. I can teach you how to use your intellect, how to be smart, how to calm down your emotions, how to reframe certain words that you hear that used to control you. And now you don't pay them any mind. Okay. Any more questions for me here? Yeah, and it's a lot of great black men. I mean, millions of successful black men on the planet. But, you know, some of them, they don't speak out. Some of them just don't want to and. Some of them just can't communicate or articulate themselves to speak to people like I do. This is what I do. This is my profession here. Okay. So I know how to speak to the masses and be relatable and to communicate a message to people, men and women, so they get it and they apply it. And it's working because... People keep telling me I'm changing their lives. I mean, everywhere I go, I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, everywhere I go, oh, you West, man, you changing my life. You changing my life. And I, it makes me feel so good. It really does, man. It's better than sex. Just to hear that I changed somebody's life. I'm like, I changed your life? Jesus, it's a lot of power. I need concrete ways to make a lot of money. What are they? Oh, Katie, what's a lot of money? How much money is a lot of money? <laughs> concrete ways that's so funny that's when I learned about mindset when I met you awesome brother any more questions for me here my elbow hurts oh ouch oh 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 let me see here thank you so much Rasta Black Panther, uh, I'll pass. Hey, Sin, how are you? Yeah, Silva, how are you? Any more questions for me here? I just want to make sure I answer all the questions here before I let you go. 
What keeps you going? Well, what do you mean by that? Like, what keeps me going? It's a very odd question when people ask me what keeps me going. What keeps me going? Like, doing what? Like, what? Working out, talking to you, or making money? I mean, what else would I do? If I wasn't doing this, what am I going to do? I mean, I don't think I need anything to keep me doing what I'm currently doing, honestly. It's just, I mean, it's just my life. <laughs> I love you too. What are the signs that a person mindset is ready for massive success? Yeah, when you stop worrying and stop stressing about something not happening. When you just finally surrender that you are the person that you need to be and relax and be patient and go through the perpetual failure successes until you get there. That's how you know. Okay. questions here why do you want what do you want you do to inspire and motivate people when others give up why do you do what you do to inspire people well because I don't want you to give up man like listen I've been there it's times that I wanted to give up but I just didn't right times I wanted to throw in the towel but I just didn't okay yeah I mean I don't want you to give up. Okay? I got compassion for you. There's a little Wesley and everybody on this live here tonight. Okay? I got you, Scott. Yeah. I mean, I am a leader of men. I'm the leader of women and men, actually, though. I just have a lot of men fans. next year I appreciate your feedback thank you let me see any more questions hey Alexandra how are you wow we have 95 people in here tonight I'm so grateful for that thank you for joining me here tonight okay what did you say to people who don't give up but are unknowingly chasing the wrong dream well, nigga, well, Jay, there's no such thing as chasing the wrong dream, okay? Whatever you're working towards, maybe that might be, maybe that might not be the thing that's going to make you a million dollars, but you will eventually find out. You will eventually discover that it's not the right thing that's going to make you a ton of money. You know, the greatest pleasures in life to me is to be able to love what you do and enjoy it and monetize it at the same time. But unfortunately, many people are not going to be able to do that. Some people can make millions of dollars, but they're doing something they don't really love to do. Or they don't love to do it anymore. And that's just how it is sometimes. Okay? But anything that you're working on, it doesn't mean that it's a waste of time. Because you learn a lot of skills while you're working on that thing until you work on the thing that's going to bring in the money. Do you think I need to stop focusing on everything that won't make you rich? Like what? Make you rich, me? How do you deal with negative people? I don't. I don't deal with them. Honestly, I don't know any negative people. I don't know any, honestly. I don't know any negative people at all in my life. Okay? Who are these negative people? I don't know. Like no clubs. 
Let's go MIA and tunnel vision. Absolutely. Yeah, go tunnel vision, my, my guy. Any more questions for me here? I just don't deal with negativity. I mean, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, at all. Question for me. To me, any type of energy is good energy. You know, even negative people that leave negative comments, at least they leave leaving something. You know, because people have to take time out of their day to leave a negative comment, a negative uh, review. That means they love me. I know you do. Okay. What if they show up, Wes? Show up what? To the party? To my house? I just don't open the door. Like, show up where? Like, where where are these negative people that you're talking about? Show up where? How are you feeling now? I feel perfect. I do. I'm actually hungry. I think I'm going to have a protein shake in a second here. Get my nightly. I'm working to get 225 pounds of solid lean muscle. I'm like 216, 217 now. Wes, we love you. You changed my life. I love you too, Katie. Hey, Maria, how are you? I love all of you, honestly. That's why I'm still here. Because I really do love you. I do, you know. Whenever, if I get bored, I go live, right? And I, I just love all of you. I love that you have made a decision to listen to me and to have an open mind, you know, just about my philosophy. And I do my best to be as candid Assumably possible, honestly. I just want to be real with you. Unless you know, yeah, it's hard to be rich. It's hard to make money, but not impossible. As long as you listen to the right person, it'll happen for you. Okay. Then your DMs, well, just block them. If a negative person DMs you, block them. Simple. I just don't look at your DMs. Don't even answer them. I love you too, Loso. I love you too, my Miami masseuse. What's next here? We hit 100. Oh, we almost hit 100 people, folks. Oh, my. Oh, let's go. Man, we haven't hit 100 people in a long time, all at one time on the live here. You should go live, Wes. Sure, who wants to go live? Since we had 100 people, if you want to go live with me, I will go live with you right now. But one, you must turn on your camera. Two, I, I must see your face. Three, you must have a question for me. I love you too, right is right. Oh, 101. Let's go, baby. You know what that means? We are growing. The Millionaire Midnight Rent has been shared around the world to millions and millions of people. Wow, let's go. I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Hit a milestone, baby. We're making progress. Thank you for all your kind words. Thank you for the celeb Thank you for celebrating with me here. We haven't hit 100 people at one time in a very long time. It's all because of you. You're sharing the message out. You're telling people about the Millionaire Midnight Rent. 
And it's because of you I will continue to do this. Even when I get richer and more famous and more significant on the planet, I will do it. Okay? I promise you. It may be 90,000 people on the here, but I will do it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the love. I really appreciate it. I've only been doing it for four years, right? Going live every night. Never complain. You know, some of you complain. You're like, oh, he has a million followers, but only 90 people. He should just quit. His followers are fake. I mean, I guess you guys are called that negative comments, right? I don't know. It's not negativity to me. Just, you know, I don't know. Just someone that just wants to share their thoughts about what I'm doing here. All right, let's go live with Katie here. What's going to happen with Trump? I have no clue. I'm following that. Hi. Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are how you? Are you? Uh, Very so well. Where are you calling from? Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. Well, nice to meet Yesterday, you. How can I help? Well, a little bit ago was my birthday. Happy it says here, birthday. you see this t-shirt? It, it says, it, it, it took me 42 years to create this masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. But right now I'm doing, I got back to lift after like four years i used to do it up north and i i got earlier 20 dollar tip but i have a lot of expenses like to maintain a car and i want to have different avenues i was this past weekend i was in miami at the 10x great american speak off with uh pete vargas you know grand cordon now i didn't get yeah. chosen for the golden ticket to continue to the next round but it could be a blessing in disguise, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I am doing a lift and I love my customers. How do I, like, tell them? <laughs> I have a sign here that says tips are greatly appreciated. And they see that, you know what I mean? So I, I want them to tip me more. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm really nice to them tonight. I gave them, like, lollipops because it was my birthday, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I give a few techniques to get people to tip more. Uh, the lottie pop thing is good. Like, it's something that's called the law of reciprocity. So when you give someone something, it can be small. They tend to want to give back to you, right? And, and But, you know, people that do the Lyft and Uber, uh, you know, I don't, those people don't typically tip, right, on the app. I don't think... The they most actually, tip you can do, do on the app is fifty dollars. One time, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. What do people do? They normally mm -hmm. tip half and half. Oh, half and half. Okay, so you're getting half, but you want to tip more. So if you want more money, then that means you have to give more value. So. Some of the things you can do is when a person comes in a car, you can give them a hot towel or a cold towel to clean their hands. You can offer them a nice like a beverage, right? Something to drink. 
Yeah, like a like a water. Um, you can open the door because Uber, I, Lyft, they never open the door for people, right? So you can open the door. You know, you just pull up and then you go around and open the door for them and open the door when they leave the car as well. So you have to elevate the amount of service that you're giving to the person that will make compel them to tip. And what you can do is this is a cool way to get more money. They say, hey, I just wanted to serve you properly. You don't have to tip me a lot. You don't have to tip me at all. I just wanted to provide great service to you. But just by saying that, that may compel them to wanna, actually tip you. I want to give like rides to like celebrities and not these deadbeats, to be honest. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to mention this, but I have this. Listen, Mr. Virgin, I had a guy who was smelly yeah. and sweaty, and he gave me these five ones, right? And I, you know how they say uh, money yeah. has energy? Like, I didn't want to take those five ones. I, they felt like dirty, you know what I mean? But I took them anyway. I took them anyway. Of course. I mean, well, I mean, if you want to drive celebrities, then I that's mean, a whole different business. I, they don't have, I give an example. They don't have to be my celebrities. Best friend. They have to be people that tip and appreciate me. Like, I have car insurance, car payment, and I have to make this. Like, sometimes I get these rides that take 15 minutes of my time, and they're $3, and you never know whether they tip or they don't, you know? So. Exactly. Well, like, like I said before. One is I will begin to, I, I don't do. know if yes, you meditate, I but years. I will, I, I'm, oh, okay, well, you can have an intention that people would tip you more, right? You can manifest that. And two is you can give a higher quality of service. I, I kind of like, I'm like half, half ther therapist and half driver, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, absolutely. But you told me I, you said you love I, your customers, but at the same time you love your customers, I, I you call them, them deadbeats. Some of them may don't make it worthwhile. You know what I mean? I had a guy like I wouldn't expect this. He was, he was like a young guy, twenty one or something, and he gave me a twenty dollars on the app and five dollars cash. Now you never know where they're coming from. This these tips, so. Yeah, but you know another thing is, um, you got to be grateful, Katie. You know, some people don't get any tips. Some people can't even draw lift. Some people don't have jobs. So, like, if you really want to manifest more, you have to stop complaining yeah. and just be grateful. <clears throat> grateful is a very, very powerful emotion when you're trying to manifest things, because yeah, obviously every Uber, every Lyft driver would love to get tipped a lot. Uber Eats, yeah, DoorDash, we all want to be tipped. But what I've learned, yeah, so, but what I've learned just from people in general, the person that's grateful for anything, even if nothing, and appreciate it, those are the people that tend to get the tips, they get the opportunities, because they're always grateful. Like, they're not, you know, calling the customers deadbeats, and they're not, of, some, How would you, you know, feel like if if for like a 20 minute ride, they smelled, you know, and you can't get them out of the car, you know. <laughs> but it's, yeah, but but it's I'm, your I'm job, right? For more. I, I want to be, I want to do what you do. Like, I want to be a public speaker and 
look, I just turned 42. Like, it's going to be a magical year for me. So, like, uh-huh. I'm designed for more. I can, I can therapize these people that get in my car. But I want to, deep down, I'm an introvert. Like, I'm an extroverted introvert. You know, like Oprah and company. But, like... Like when you sh- when I share the same space with you, especially a car, like I want it to be pleasant. You know what I mean? So like, of course. I mean, because you're driving all day. That's obvious. But you know, unfortunately, look, I want everybody to be positive about my, my programs. I want them to be positive about my courses. But yeah, I got a ton that. of negative reviews. I got a ton of yeah. I got a ton of people that hate me. That don't like me. That abhor me. Well, what do you want me to do about that? Like, I'm not going to spend any of my energy talking about how bad that experience is. No, it's just a part of the game, just like you. Of course, you want to drive everybody that smells perfectly <laughs> like secret deodorant. They come in and smell like beautiful cologne, you know. But sometimes, hey, listen, some people are not going to smell good. And they don't even know they don't smell yeah. good. Some people don't even yeah. know, right? They smell, I would yeah, say, right. crack, crack a window, you know what I mean? You know, crack a window. And if you're serious about being a public speaker, another thing you do, if you if you give therapy in your cars, put a camera, oh, really? put it like, on TikTok. Yeah. You know, your business. Yeah, it's a lot of people that are doing faces, this now. They're, you know? They have cameras in their cars. Yeah, like I've I seen this one Uber driver. He's a TikTok guy. He has like a million followers. And all he does. It's to show all the crazy things that happen so, so in this Uber at night. So you can monetize that yeah. if, you, if you have, like... Oh, absolutely. Because people like stuff like that. People are natural voyagers. They like to see what's going on in other people's lives. They like to go, what's going on in that cat? What is really happening? What do people really do behind us? And so you can give them, like, them ex- that experience, and you can post I, it I on Instagram. TikTok. I don't like TikTok or Twitter much. But you, I can, I can, I can block their well, faces and they're okay. anonymous and be anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. oh, you gonna ask? Yeah. Fans, you okay? I got a camera. camera. I'm a TikTok superstar, so if you don't mind being on camera, Fuck. you know, somebody would say absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So now you can actually fulfill your dream of being a speaker at the same time. Yeah, you're doing I learned a, lo- a lot at 10x. Uh, at the Great American Speak Up. I didn't get the golden ticket, but like I said, but it's probably like, like in the end, whomever wins is going to speak at GrowthCon in front of like 30,000 people. Now that's a crowd, you know? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if, I don't know. Alright, well, happy birthday and I'm happy for you that you're you had an opportunity to see another year, 42. This that, be your best year yet, right, Kate? August 16th. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I had no clue. It's my, my Until birthday. you just talked about it. Well, okay. oh, well, no. well, don't worry. You're not going to no, you're gonna be fine. You're going to be all right. Until 100, right? 120. Yeah, like a no. thousand, maybe. You never know. Abraham. Absolutely. All right. All right. Much love, Thank Kate. You, I'm great. Glad I'm to grateful speak with you. for you. Uh, don't I'm grateful for you. Kick me out you if too. I come late because I'm a driver and sometimes I cannot have the app on while I drive. I have it on sometimes, but you know what I mean? Sometimes okay. I, I'm on a drive or something, but I'm always listening to you. You have changed okay. my life for real. I have a different attitude because of you. 
Wow. Oh, thank you so much. Much love, Wesley. Much thank love, you. Katie. Thank you. Ah, that was amazing. I love that lady. She was so honest. <laughs> I love her glasses at night. Katie, you wearing those glasses in the middle of the night. I hope you can see properly. Any more questions for me, folks, before I let you go? Had a good time tonight, folks. And remember, if you ever have a topic that you would like me to um, use over or speak about, just reach out to me in the DM, and I will make sure I talk about your topic. And remember, in life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. Much love. I love you all. And let's go.